Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show you get episodes with no commercials you get our video because our video is no longer available on youtube it is only on patreon and the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows but also bonus episodes each month but if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. <laughs> this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> That was my laugh. Do you hear? Do you hear yourself when you're when you laugh like that on the videos? I do it on, like on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, y'all! This is April. Oh, and this is Caroline. Mm, thirsty Thursday. Bloody I'm happy hour. I'm so thirsty, but I'm not because my thirst has been quenched with my Bombay Sapphire. You didn't know you were going to get a song. And Gatorade. Wow. We must have had, we, we must have some good Bombay <laughs> Sapphire because we are just filling ourselves right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So we're hydrating and we're drinking. And hydrate and drink. And hydrate and drink. <laughs> Goodness. Good Bombay stuff. Um, if you haven't listened to Tuesday's episode, go back and listen to it. Oh, you don't uh, want to miss it. it got, we went to all the corners. We went to 14 corners. Mm-hmm. And True Crime Corner, Controversy Corner. True Crime Corner, corner Popcorn Corner, popcorn Controversy, controversy corner. corner, Political <laughs> Corner. Lol, lol. Not really, but kind well, of. Well, yes. Um, I'm excited to know what... Do you want to... Wait, first of all, let me tell you about my little extravaganza today. Mm. Now, you know I have a child. (laughs) His name is Parker, and he is a four and a half pound Yorkie, and he's my child. And I'm going to tell you the story right now, so if you don't want to hear it, you fast forward for five minutes, because I'm telling you it. Oh, is it a five minute story? No, it's probably three, but I just (laughs) wanted to make them kind of go anyways. He had pancreatitis a couple of months ago, and now this shithead decided he was going to try to maybe get it again. But I had to just prevent it because I know the signs. Did you change his food since the last time? No. So you weren't proactive? I Wait. thought we discovered no, that no, his no. food No, it. yeah. N- well, no, they said, they were like, did he get in the trash? And I was like, he's a, four, a tiny little four-pound Yorkie. No, he did not get into my trash. It's basically made of trash. I know. So I start. Listen, give me your <laughs> recipe because I'm just going to. Because I was doing the chicken, the canned chicken, but then I was like, well, you have to add the dry food because they need the fiber. 
But maybe I need the rice for the fiber. Yes, brown rice, chicken, and peas and carrots. Just tell me exactly how to do it, and I'm going to just, that's all. Because then they're like, oh, he's going to need this special digestive canned food stuff that they. $50,000. Probably. So, anyways, um, just $400 later. Mm. That's what happens. Y'all better pray for Parker, because if Parker goes to glory, bloody happy hour will be over. (laughs) Bloody happy hour (laughs) is going to be done for at least months, or you will be getting real bad episodes, because I'll be on full different. Anyway, today we're talking about some scams, or just a scam. I was scammed today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were. And I was scammed as well. But let's tell me about your scam. <laughs> Mine's not as big as yours. Just tell me a little bit about your scam. Well, to Just to get us ready for this you ma- know the big Stanley scam. Cups that you love? Oh, yeah. I do. So a friend of mine was like, hey, I know you don't want a Stanley Cup, but they're only five ninety nine on these Brad's deals. And I should have known. Wait. What? Yeah. Oh, I'll send you the link. so you can be Wait, scared. did you say Brad's deals? Brad's deals, yes. Like and B-R-A-D? So the, yes, which mm. it's just like this page that where they give you like uh, these codes. So you click on it and it takes you to Bed Bath & Beyond and they're closing. So they're like, everything is, you know, so much well, off. Which they're not closing because now they're going to overstock. Well, the website mm. said mm-hmm. the Bed Bath & Beyond is closing. And so they had it marked down to five ninety nine. So I was like, oh. I'd buy one for five ninety nine. Yeah, here I'll, I'll get buy some for Christmas five. presents. Hell yeah, paid done. Then your transaction says, which they are made in Hong Kong. So then I was like, oh, not oh, a yeah. big deal. Yeah, I mean, we, who doesn't love Hong Kong? Except for it's not Bed Bath and Beyond in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some weird Hong Kong she shop. <laughs> so I had to cancel my card and I couldn't Wait, buy well, alcohol. Wait, what happened? Why did they? Your transaction didn't go through? Well, I went to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> because people, other people bought it, and they were like, my bank declined it because they said it was fraud. And Wait, I was at like, what point did you, did you, were you feeling weird about it, that you needed to go to TikTok? When somebody. Because TikTok's from China, so it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole scam. <laughs> when, when somebody said, my bank didn't do it because it said it was fraud because it's in Hong Kong, so it's likely a scam. And I was like, the damn cups are made in Hong Kong. Of course it's going to do it, right? Yeah. And then I was researching. I was like, well, TikTok will tell me. And TikTok, so you had all these women say, don't fall for the Stanley Cup 599 sale. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, hell. So I had to call and my bank of and all people, it. you are the one. And you don't. But I listened to my friend who won't <coughs> even like buy anywhere online because she's so careful about that and i was like oh if she did it then oh what surely she, she set you up for failure i know i think you need to cancel it's your like, friend but you can't get mad at me for ordering from timu timu's not a scam the hell is Timu? Oh Look my it god! Up. Just go to Sheen. There, you'll get some good quality products from Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where uh, are we going? Well, we're going to San Jose. Oh, yep. California. That would be cool. You are correct. But let's start this out with a little bit of a Nancy Grace uh, clip. Clip, pretty clip. A brand new blog. Listen. A brand new blog popped up on a website called Blogspot. The homepage heading was simple. My story, our journey. A post appeared. What the heck is Hodgkin's lymphoma? My goal with this blog is to not only keep friends and family in the loop, but serve as a resource to all those newly diagnosed. Doctors don't provide great detailed information. And the internet is not your friend when you're diagnosed with a disease. I have Hodgkin's lymphoma, and it's been quite the journey to figure it out. The author, Amanda C. Riley. Now listen, if you have not listened to the podcast, Scamanda, Scam Anda. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. Well, I you're you're already gonna be spoiled. This is this is your spoiler alert. 
<clears throat> because I'm going to s- kind of spoil it for you. Okay. But I'm telling everybody else, I'll, I'm going to spoil it for you, but you still can listen to this and then go listen to the whole podcast because I'm just giving you the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. And they will got the juicy bits. But this is about a, a scam artist artist named Amanda. Ugh. And it, this just came out in, uh, I think, May, May 15th. And it's uh, it's it came out first like four episodes and then they it's new. Oh, it's new. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an old case. Somebody fake. Yes, okay. it it happened in it started in like 2012 happened and then it came to a close in last year mm-hmm. and then all the research and all the things, you know, came back and here we are. So Scamanda, if you don't want to be spoiled too much, go listen to the podcast called Scamanda or you can still listen to this and then go listen. You won't be spoiled at all. It's fine. So this is a story about a person who has Hodgkin's lymphoma. Or does she? Or does she? Hmm. So we have, uh, it all started with an anonymous tip that was sent to an investigative reporter, a lady named Nancy, and she basically emailed like this lady emailed Nancy and was like, Hey, uh, this person I know, I think that she's faking her cancer and I, here's her blog. Here's her, this, here's her, this do with it, do whatever you do as you're an investigative journalist. Mm -hmm. So back in the day and like this happened, this is like 2012 back in the day. Uh, this is, before Instagram, before uh, TikTok, I think it we might have had Instagram, but it was I remember whenever I I used to do blog posts and I would blog about like nutrition stuff or uh-huh. whatever fitness stuff, and so blogs is like that was a thing. So yeah. that was like you would blog and that your blog would go viral because it was kind of like the MySpace days. It was probably like MySpace and blogging and whatever. And then later on would come Facebook and Twitter, whatever. Um, so she started this blog, this girl, Amanda C. Riley. And this is whenever she starts to talk about her, um, cancer journey okay so she says her blog is titled lymphoma can suck it and she built this dedicated following like she had so many people across social media following her about her battle with cancer friends family everywhere and there were people who were donating money to her giving her like food like all kinds of things so for seven years, so this is in 2012, for seven years, she shared photos of her hospital stays. Oh she gosh. wrote about her chemotherapy drugs sh- that she was taking. She documented about her side effects. She showed when she lost her hair. She posted pictures of her shaved head. She um, was just so brave. She was so brave. And then she then talked about how a miracle had happened because she cured. beat the ca- she was cured she beat cancer but not only was she cured and and the cancer was gone but now after she ha- has had chemotherapy and all these things but now she's pregnant oh oh and so she had her miracle baby oh gosh but it didn't last long the happiness because she relapsed and then she ha- was like, well, I'm going to ha- I have two or three months left. That's all I have left. <laughs> oh, gosh. Two or three months. And so she said that the lymphoma returned with the vengeance and she was at stage four metastatic cancer. So her blog linked like a support page that said it talked about her battle with cancer. It described like her 
the diagnosis and how she was diagnosed in June 2012. Said that she was in remission before and then like it returned. So she was like, she had the cancer. She got rid of it. She had it. She got rid of it. She had it multiple times in and out. So she beat it like 24 times. She beat cancer like, like over and over and over and over and over. So, but she had all these rounds of chemotherapy, everything. And then she had been to John Hop, John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins hospital. She, had these clickable links donate now support amanda help her with the battle with cancer blah 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 she got money from people who were giving her checks donating to her that went to a personal account she had like family members and eventually whenever like facebook and instagram all these other things started coming like growing she had um, donations from a Facebook challenge, a CrossFit fundraiser, Christmas ornament sale, uh, wow, restaurant fundraisers, calendar sales, eBay auctions. Um, she had a guitar signed by um, Leanne Rhymes, John Michael work? Montgomery. Did she work at all? Like, how did? Well, she was a teacher for a little bit. Okay. Why and is that in quotes? <clears throat> well, because she was a teacher at a private school for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know how, but then she automatically. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm throwing things. <laughs> she like ended up becoming some like becoming a principal of the school. I, it, it's it's you got to go listen to the podcast for that you part. Mean, of you it. don't know how you get a certification. No, because apparently at these private schools, you do not have to have a cert- some <laughs> kind of certification. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. So this podcast is talk. Okay. So we have this, this l- lady named Charlie Webster. She is the one who is the, um, she's like narrating the podcast. She's the host. Um, and she quotes, And she says, the psychology of what this woman did to manipulate and infiltrate her community using the power of social media is fascinating. And I know listeners will be enthralled by what unfolds in this series. And not only does she say, not only does she say those things, but she's from the UK. So she has this British accent. Is that who we just heard? um, Was that her that was singing? She had an accent. Oh, yeah. So it's it's amazing. It's glorious to listen to. So let me tell you a little bit about um, her family. Okay. So she has, so she's 20, to, uh, 2012, she has this, she has this uh, blog that she starts, right? Mm-hmm. So she starts this blog. She's talking about everything, all the details, all the things. But actually, we find out that in 2010, she had talked about how she had cancer back then. But then we also find out about when she was younger, she talks about how she had lupus. Okay, so it's like, wow, you've really gone through, you've gone through some shit, girl. So then she ends up, she's married to this guy. Um, She's married to this guy. Now, a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jet. You can do that if you go into blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, how was with it? some chia seed. It wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. Wow. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is wow. a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjet's and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. 
Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. Corey was originally married to Alita. Yeah. Corey and Alita had two kids. Okay. Okay, Jamie and Jessa, of which one of those kids had cancer. Okay. So then they were hiring Amanda, Scamanda, because I will not call her Amanda. I need to call her Scamanda. So they hire Scamanda. She's about 18 years old. And they were like, oh, like you'll she can like take him to gymnastics and swimming. And she's kind of like a source of light. And she's like she's like bubbly and she's Uh. like a good like personality and blah, blah, blah. And so that's how Scamanda gets folded into this whole family situation. And then uh, we are assuming that this. She sees how much attention that the daughter with cancer is getting. Okay. okay. And she learned a lot about cancer. And she eventually ends up with Corey. Okay. And by the way, Corey is 12 years older than okay. Amanda. Okay. So if right. Amanda so if Scamanda is 18 right now when they meet uh-huh. and Corey is 12 years older don't ask me to do the math. 30 18 plus 12. 20, yeah. It's 30. You're right. So that's quite the difference. So then I don't know if she gives good BJ's or what. I don't know, but but she's but he's thirty, she's eighteen. They have so then yeah, they're married, two kids, so the whole thing. So they get sep- they divorce, whatever, and then Scamanda and Corey get together. Okay, that's how this family situation happened, and not only did that happen, but then like she starts she's. Uh, Scamanda's starting the blog and she's starting to talk about all these things and everything and all this stuff is happening. And she, you know, has this um, terminal cancer, you know, like it's horrible. So then they start going to church, the family, and they don't go to any regular church. They go to this mega church. So it's called the, it's called family community church in San Jose. And it's, it's, huge hundreds and hundreds of people at the sermon and she basically scamanda basically becomes a local celebrity because she starts talking about her cancer story and she has this blog and this blog and she's not just like oh i she is a you would think she's a writer she has researched this she knows what she's talking about and she knows every single little thing about cancer. She knows everything about treatment. She knows everything, all so the things. So somebody reads it, they won't question her. She wants yes. to be very believable. Yes, she's very, very, very believable. So she's bas- she kind of becomes this local celebrity. She's very influential. She talks about her cancer. She, she goes 
becomes a member of this church and she gets to where she's on on the stage and talking about it. So I think it's more of like a um Joel Alstein. Um, yeah, maybe like a hair screw. Kind of something where you like are on stage and you have a microphone and you're talking. Your testimony. Yeah, you're giving your testimony. And so she talks about her oh, cancer. Oh, so she's lying about it in the church house. Oh, yes. <laughs> talking about her cancer battles. Talking about how like many, many people need to pl- pray over her, donate to her. They start doing this. They they. They make her food. They do all this stuff. They, because she has this blog where she has these links to where they can donate and they can, you know, either GoFundMe, um, Venmo, whatever. They can bring your food. They can do this. They can do that. Whatever. Meal trains. Yes. Yeah. So this investigative journalist, Nancy Muscatello. Nancy Muscatello. She became involved in this situation in 2015. So all of the the blog and everything started in 2012. Nancy started in 2015. She got an anonymous email from somebody about Amanda. And they they sent her the blog. They sent her like some photos and some other things. And they were like, I feel like she's faking this. And I think she's manipulating people. And I don't think this is real. And I know that you are an investigative journalist and I just want to give you all this information and do with it what you will. But I think that she is a liar and she's faking it and please research it. Everything. So this lady's like, okay. So it's 2015 and the, and the blog started in 2012. So she's a couple years behind uh. and she has to go. And this Scamanda, like when she blogs, this bitch blogs uh. like she's long and she's detailed and she's descriptive and she's just like over exaggerated and just is like d- gross. It's just gross. I can't even read people's long posts. No. And she's like, it's it's um, what did she say? The Nancy lady said it was full of information that. It was several years of heart-wrenching words, pictures of her going to facilities, of her traveling, pictures of her in the ER, family gatherings, tears, all kinds of stuff. And Nancy actually had been through her own um, cancer battle with her own family. So she looked, she kind of like thought back and she was like, okay, is this like similar to what I experienced with my family? And she just kind of kept some things in the back of her mind. Um, but there was also this other girl. So, so Scamanda, her name is Amanda Riley. Mm-hmm. There was also this other girl named Amanda Riley, who was a 17-year-old girl who lost her battle with cancer oh, shit. in 2010. So this was two years before Scamanda started her blog. So that there was there was a foundation that was started in the name of the deceased Amanda. And so now there was kind of like a mix up and and you can hear this. You can hear all the details about it in the podcast, but they they are like it was a mix up, but it was a terminal miracle. Like I what? I, I don't know. I they they call it terminal miracle. So Nancy is all over this case. So she's researching. She's doing all the things. Deep dive. She is DTF and she is deep diving. And she decides that she's like, I, she believes that this girl is faking this cancer. So she calls a detective. She calls the police. She's like, I am so appalled by what this lady is doing to her community because she has this blog. She's getting donations. She's doing all of these things. And so she calls this guy, Jose Martinez, and he's the detective on the case. So he doesn't, you know, it kind of takes a while. She is like really persistent over and over and over to get like, Hey, like look into this. And she sent him the blog, sent him the pictures because she has pictures of herself in the hospital with the IV. 
She has pictures of herself with the oxygen tank. She has pictures of herself with ports on and this, and she shaved her head, and she has beanies on and everything. I know somebody's done this. Oh. So sending this stuff, she sends this stuff to this detective, Jose, and so he starts to investigate. He goes to this church. Now, this church is like a megachurch, but he's like, how will I infiltrate this church? Because this is a megachurch, and you know... He can't just be this random guy who shows up and is like, oh, she's faking cancer. She's you. I mean, you can't just say somebody's faking cancer. No, you got to have a hard evidence. You can't just. And plus, <laughs> it's like apparently she's so, so like sweet and just like had this smile and this story. She was just a very good storyteller. That's why you should doubt everything. Oh, I do. But but apparently, uh, Charlie Wilson, who's the one who was the person who narrates the... Uh, she's the British person who narrates the whole mm-hmm. thing uh, and does the podcast. She, she is not wanting... She doesn't want this podcast out there to be necessarily like, don't doubt everything you hear. Well, I, I already do. <laughs> Listen, there's somebody in, that I just met in my life right now on crutches, and I'm doubting. <laughs> it's how it's so horrible that I have to like pray about it. I'm just like, does she really need crutches? Or what? What is this? What is? What, it's that's how my mind goes, yeah. and I have to like <clears throat> talk myself down for and Mm-mm. pray for empathy. I have to pray for empathy. Because I'm just like, uh-uh. I think you should just keep down it because that bitch faking it. But I was right with one. I'm going to take this part out. We had a coach <laughs> because it's still kind of ongoing that said he had cancer. Okay. There was fundraisers. He was on the news. He lost a ton of weight. He shaved his hair. He would post pictures of um hospital hospital gowns and uh, things saying this chemo treatment like literally all of this he got fmla he couldn't coach anymore but they still let him keep his coaching stipend like all i mean what do you do for years 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 guess what those pictures were from the methadone clinic he lost his teeth because it was pills and meth and he was caught. Wait, he lost his teeth. You don't lose your ke- teeth from chemo. That's why in the beginning, I said, that ain't no damn cancer. And See, you always know, so <laughs> I am not ever going to. I don't know how Brad's deals got me, but from the beginning. And then I prayed that I doubted him. I was like, Lord, I don't know. I, why do I got to doubt everybody? And then because guess what? Because exactly. I was a, all a lie. And he worked for a whole new district just fine. Got his weight coming back. He's coaching oh. just fine. Mm-mm. I think you can keep that in. <laughs> so Nancy contacted Jose, and she's persistent, and she gave him the blogs, the photos, and all this stuff, and he starts to investigate. He goes to the church, and he's like, oh, shit, this church is huge. I don't know how I'm going to infiltrate this. And he was like, wow, I, I didn't realize the scale that this scam was on because because he basically is like she's getting on the stage of this church talking about her story telling them about her cancer and they're all in like they're all falling for it and they're all donating to her and they're all like supporting her and believing her because who doesn't believe somebody who has cancer of course i don't ever donate to people because i'm like i'm not donating to anybody's gofundme I'll donate to like no, I don't even donate to anything because I just don't believe anybody. Well, that's you actually believe everybody. I know I do, but I I do believe everybody, but I don't donate to anybody because the people that donate—that's what got me about the Carly when they wanted their money back. It's like you give out of your heart, you'll get your blessings, right? So why do they? If you take your money back, you'll take that blessing back. So who gives a shit if you give the money to a? homeless person and they go buy alcohol oh yeah i've definitely the- <laughs> never given money to a homeless person cause. but it's not the people's fault that donated 
So I'm just taking up for them. It's the people's fault that took advantage of it. And now a word from our sponsors. I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo Puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge, but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> and I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount BHH. You get 10% off. And I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles, how would you think about it? Because it's so fun and I need to order like five. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy Forget about the Gatorade. That just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's you don't not like the taste of water it's not as boring as water not as sugary as the sports drink and if you're an athlete it'll give you the best performance or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated brain frog brain fog <laughs> the solution frog. is Cure hydration. So go to that link, enter the code. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. Cure hydration. So there. not only did she do all of this stuff, but she had people who were yeah, giving her money, giving her gifts, giving her childcare, giving her this. But she had this one lady who was donating her plasma. And this lady who was <laughs> donating like platelets and plasma and all this, all of the uh, whatever she could. Now that pisses me off. Yes. And this lady was like, became one of her good friends. And she was donating as much as she could, so much so that the clinic told her she had to stop donating because she was going to run out of them or something. Go listen for more <laughs> details, but that's, that's the She's truth. She's going to run out of what? Platelets <laughs> and plasma. But listen, so, so this, She's gonna run I out think of her name is Lindsay. So, so they're sitting, they're sitting by each other at church and she's so convincing. So they're sitting by each other at church and while they're at church, she, she, meaning Scamanda, mm -hmm. is like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm feeling a little, like, I'm feeling really hot. I need to go get a drink of water. And so she goes to get a drink of water, and the girl, Lindsay, who's donated all this plasma, is like, okay, well, like, yeah, go get some water. And, like, I don't think she goes with her, but she's, like, sitting right next to her at church. And then all of a sudden, Scamanda faints. What? And she faints and she pees herself. I mean, <laughs> not only does she do that, this is so she said she started to feel hot and sweaty. She went to get a drink of water. She walked off. She goes. She falls on the floor. She pees her pants. The sermon immediately stops. The pastor gets off the stage. Everyone starts circling around her, starts praying over her. Hundreds of people, because this is a mega church, and apparently peeing her pants and blogging about it was her go-to. Because she peed her pants not only in church, but she peed her pants when she was at the park with her kids, and she peed her pants at work. And I do that all, I mean, I do that all the <laughs> time, too. I don't blog about it. Well, 
And each time she was hot and needed water. So she was really dedicated at peeing her pants and being hot and needing water. But when when the whole church thing stuff, when the whole church thing happened, they called the ambulance. She got, she like peed her pants, fainted. Ambulance is called. She gets taken in the ambulance. She gets driven to the hospital. She's in the hospital. So she is like... I mean, you got to pay for the ambulance. But if she's not paying for it because, you know, she's getting all these donations from the church and everything. So what's the point? I'd have to stop going to that church because I'd be in the church doubting everything. And I wouldn't even be getting the good word. Yeah, but at this point, they still don't even doubt it. Um, How does being hot and thirsty make you pee your pants? It's actually opposite. Like your body would save your urine. Oh, exactly. That's why we think that she just would, when she went, when she was thirsty, she went and got water and she splattered it on herself. And then that's when she peed, quote, Peter pants. <laughs> I was like, if this bitch was just pushing urine out, she's dedicated. She ought yeah. to get all that money. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So then her blog had a support page, which included about, it talked about her battle with cancer and oh my gosh okay it goes into her it goes into her family so what she did was so she's married to Corey. Corey is uh, alita is the stepmom mm, yeah right alita's alita so they have alita and Corey have two kids mm-hmm one of them had cancer. One of them didn't. Jessa is important in the story. This girl named Jessa. Jessa is Alita and Corey's daughter. Okay. So Scamanda is like. Starts to not like Alita, which is baby mama. She does not like baby mama because baby mama starts thinking like something's up with you. She's on to her game. She doesn't believe her. She doesn't know. She actually contacts the investigative journalist and they ha- start have going back and forth having a conversation about what's going on. And then So now two people have contacted the same investigative yes, journalist? Yes. Mm. Yes. It's always the women. You and so then Scamanda starts to turn Jessa one of the kids, against her mom, Alita. Okay. So we have the, the Jessa's the daughter, and so then there's this huge custody battle. So now they're trying to get, Corey and Scamanda are trying to get custody of Jessa from Alita, and so they do. Because they're saying that she's unfit and she's like a bad mom and she doesn't like she's that she's terrible. That's not easy to do, though. I know. So I don't know how that why it was so easy, because it was like she had she had custody of she they got custody of Jessa for a whole year. And I would think I, I there's not much information on the mom on bio mom. So I don't know what they had against her besides, I mean, I don't, I have, there has to be something, but it wasn't released in the podcast. So after all this, they get custody of the kid. Then she's like, like in the podcast, Jessa is like, she's having to take care of Scamanda and she's having to watch the, well, Scamanda and Corey end up having like two other kids. Mm -hmm. They, so they have two boys and they have a miracle baby because, you know, Scamanda was in remission, out of remission, in remission, out of remission. She, she ended up getting cancer four different times. Like, it kept coming back. So, what happened? So, but was she, did she ever have a baby? She had babies, right? Yes. So she had, she, made sure she had what she called a miracle baby. She made sure that she was pregnant and when she didn't have cancer so that it, the doctor couldn't negate her story. Right? Oh, Yes. Because she knew she was going to well, be going to the doctor yeah. and getting blood taken yeah. and 
you know, all this. And stuff. there was never really a doctor because she never really had cancer. But her OB/GYN doctor, her vagina, right, like right. so they would have to know if she right. had cancer. Which they, which they knew she didn't because she didn't. Right. Yeah. So that's why she had kids in remission time. Yes. Because she knew that would get her caught, like conveniently. And that's why she and it. But but the thing is, is that's so crazy is about it is because she blogs in detail. She talks and and some people even thought she was like an oncologist, like a like she worked at an oncologist clinic. And I think she actually told people at one time that she did. But really, she learned all this stuff about cancer because her stepdaughter is the one that had the cancer. Mm. So that's how she learned. But so it it sounds like she's really smart and she is well spoken and basically a very manipulative bitch and um can can just is good at talking which don't ever come if you're good at talking and manipulative don't talk to me (laughs) so i'll believe it all caroline would make her first gofundme oh i would be like oh how much you need girl i'll give you five (laughs) dollars Hell no, I'm going to go buy some shoes. <laughs> so, eventually, her scheme is discovered. Um, so, okay. There's, and I, I let me go, I'll go back in a second and tell you about, because she's, because it's, a lot of people are like, how, like, she posted all these pictures. She posted pictures of herself in the hospital. She posted pictures of herself with the IV. She posted pictures of, everywhere but like how do you how are you getting these pictures photoshop and She's probably at the hospital with the little girl oh no mm-mm. photoshopped no so um her scheme was discovered by in 2019 when the irs charged her with wire fraud why because not only was she collecting money from she was getting, they were giving her food. They were providing like babies. They were like babysitting. They were giving, um, paying for her to go take her flight. Cause she, oh, I don't even think I got to the flight to New York. She, she alleged, she said that she was a part of this. Um, she was a part of this special treatment that was going on in New York, like like she had to go to New York and come back and there and back oh, and like there this and back. Oh, like clinical trial. Yes, yes. And hang on. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. That's my Q and A. But yes, so she had to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and she's part of this clinical trial, and um, she had all of that paid for. She had, they gave. They gave food, they gave, they would babysit, they would pay for her to go to concerts, they would pay for her to, a bunch of things that weren't necessarily, like cash donations, but what they had was anything, like she had a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe, so anything that was credit card or GoFundMe or anything over the wire, aka online, aka the internet, that is what is considered fraud because she didn't or claim wire it. fraud no because it's over the wire okay so if i give but you cash it? oh if i give you cash i'm like you're sick of cancer i give you cash you don't get charged for wire fraud if if you're if you say you're sick with cancer and i send you a 20 dollar venmo that's wire fraud mm-hmm. that would be you would you're claiming fraudulent accounts for me but it's transaction over the wire over the internet over online so why did they charge her with this because they after the detective and the nancy lady had all this information they were like um they brought her to court they had a whole thing and she finally admitted and she pled guilty okay so she pleads guilty but her speech isn't necessarily remorseful. But she does plead guilty, and they're like, okay, the maximum, like, her people are asking for six months. The defendants are asking for, like, 18 months, okay? But the total amount that she scammed from everybody was about $105,000, 
Damn. Okay. Which it's over a long period of time. Yeah, exactly. Which over seven years isn't that long. Mm-mm. But that's only including the stuff that's wired. Wire. Yeah. So that's not including the acts so of service and the cash and the gifts, like the tickets and stuff that was given, all the food. Yes. So there were some questions. Let me look. So I watched um, there was a Nancy Grace episode that I listened to there. She went uh, the Charlie Wilson, the girl who is the podcast, the narrating the podcast. She went on Megan Kelly and then she was on something else that I listened to. Oh, True Crime Society. Scamanda did or who did the the person who the 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 people who did produce the podcast oh okay i listened to three different episodes of okay so it's the yeah they're interviewing everywhere so um yes wire fraud includes the gofundme the other donations that were not included in that amount of one hundred and five thousand dollars were in kind donations food babysitting cash Swim lessons, tennis lessons, trips, concert tickets, and the lady who gave the plasma. So the Nancy lady estimated it to be around maybe an extra $80,000. So the one, one of the questions was, how did she pull off the photos? Like, how do you just, how do you just, because that's, I mean, you can't, do you question somebody who has like pictures of themselves in the hospital and they're like, oh, I'm sick and I'm dying with cancer? Maybe she was at a methadone clinic, too. She posted all these pictures with her shaved head. She was at this medical center, and the medical center was where she had traveled. So she said she traveled the country, across the country, to meet up with these experts. And then this area, this was when she went to New York, okay? So she was like, I'll go to New York. She would fly back and forth to New York. She said she was part of this clinical trial. And... The okay the the way that the way that they were able to get information on it. First of all, you can go into an ER and you can say, "Oh, I'm dehydrated" or "I feel faint," and they will just put stuff in you, and then you can be in a hospital bed. You can take a picture. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that can happen, but. This this part of where she's flying back and forth to New York and she's in part of this like clinical trial is a little different. But Nancy did a lot of investigating and she had to go back to the blog. She read the blog. She got the facts of the blog. Then she called this hospital in New York and it's very hard because HIPAA, actual mm-hmm. HIPAA, mm-hmm. not Hitman HIPAA, <laughs> but she can't necessarily be like, hey, is Amanda C. Riley there and getting treatment? No, she can't say that. But what she did was she found, got the facts from the blog. This bitch is smart. DTF. She's DTF. And she said, um, do you have a patient there who is, wait. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. She would call a facility and she would say, do you have anybody coming in today for treatment who had a lung collapse? Because apparently in the blog, she talked about having a lung collapse. And the hospital would say, "Um, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. And then she would say, do you... And then I guess they would go on to say that they had no, they had nobody that was coming in for a treatment for that specific thing that she was asking for. And that they were not administering a specific drug that Scamanda had referenced in the blog that she was getting the drug from that hospital. Okay. So she figured out a way to get some information. So that was her way to get around hip hippo with not saying her actual name so while amanda is claiming like here i am here i am here's me with my iv blah 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 nancy was able to fact check the facts with the facility not about her 
but about them in general. Yeah. And that's how she was able to basically crack this case. But how do you bring that to the police? Like, how is that evidence to bring to the police? You gotta, weird. Go, you gotta go listen to the Scamanda podcast to find it all out. Uh, and is this a form of Munchausen? I believe it's not by proxy, but this has to be like a form of auto Munchausen because you like the attention that you get from it, and you're that's what you're addicted to, and all the gifts and all. Did the I play this yet? Kind. The past three years. Hang on, let me play this. I've been fighting stage four blood cancer for the past three years to the point that doctors don't want to treat me anymore. They developed a new drug, immunotherapy, and they wanted to give it a try on me. We've been warring and praying and fundraising. And the doctor, you know, told me that I like your positivity, but you need to understand that in your situation, this drug working would be like rain in California. What? What? This dumb bitch. Y'all need to go listen. So did her? Did oh, she have oh, oh, oh! Let me. No, I got. I got one more thing to play for you. And this is what um, the the host. This is from. So Lionsgate is the host of this thing. Okay, this is from Stop. this is from Charlie Webster, who's the creator of this podcast. And it's funny because she like calls her out. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm a stage four refractory blood cancer patient. I'm still a patient. I'm a four-time relapse. I'm in a clinical trial right now. I still have active cancer. Technically a survivor too. I'm in the hospital all the time. So I'm traveling to New York for my clinical trial. No, I'm a terminal patient. I'm in a clinical trial just trying to buy more time. I have a website, so anybody interested in learning more about my story, just supportamanda.com. So anybody who wants to go on there and follow my story and root me on, I love uh, prayers and happy thoughts and anything helps. Bye, bitch. Bye. Here's my red flag. People who are sick don't want to be victims, usually, right? Yeah. So when no, you but really she en- yeah, is. That's the red flag is when you, you're telling you, you're smiling about this and, like, you want to be a victim and you want to, like, tell everybody how horrible things are. It's always my red flag because usually you don't want to be a victim. Who wants that? So the thing is, is like you said, $105,000 isn't a lot of money over seven years. Yeah. Okay. That's like $12,000 a year. I think. I don't know. So in this case, it's not always about the money. It's about the attention. It's about having people sing your praises. It's about, what else is it about? Um... The att- yeah, the attention. I think it's all. Yeah, I mean, you you just want. You, yeah, you just want people to feel sorry for you, and you want attention, and you want to be catered to. Like the smile that she had, and on you her want, face. and and plus you, and plus she beat it so many times. She wants to be looked at as like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You beat it, and you're like connected, and you got this, and this, and this, and like, oh my gosh, you're such a fighter, and blah blah blah. Well, this bitch, I should play what the judge said to her, but I'll, you can go listen to it. She was, even though she was, um, the maximum that they were asking for was going to be like 18 months. (laughs) This judge was not having it. Okay. This judge did not like anything that she said. And I'm assuming this judge has probably had somebody close to her who had cancer yeah actual cancer and by the way this amanda never even like she pled guilty but she never really she wasn't uh no she wasn't at all so what she did she they lived in california she pled guilty they moved to texas get out of here they moved near austin Mm -hmm. she was back in hospitals after she she got out of jail or no so she pled guilty and then she left and then she left 
but I think it was the time in between her trial or her sentencing phase that they moved and she was back in hospitals and then they finally like red flagged her because they're like, oh, Scamanda. <laughs> and then she ended up was sentenced to 66 zero months, right. oh. which is five years in prison. And how long did she do this? And she said Seven over years. and over, like, so, so, so she said she was always sick and that's why she still had to go to the hospital when they moved in Austin. So they're like, okay, bitch, we're going to schedule, we're going to put you in prison for five years and we're going to see how your cancer does then. Yeah. How's your cancer really doing then? Wait, did her husband stay with her this whole time? Listen, the husband is a whole different story because he says he did not know a thing about it, even though he took her to all her appointments. So we think that he knew about it, but didn't want to know. No, we think he knew and he we think he knew and we think there's something sketch with the mo her mom. And if you for all those details, it's it was an eight part. It was I think it was six episodes, but now and then they added bonus episode after bonus episode. It's called Scamanda. Um, it was trending number one for forever. But I had to cover it because it was so good. And I, I, I posted it a couple of times on our Instagram and people were like all over it. They were commenting on it. They were like, oh my gosh, I listened to a little bit of this. Tell me about it. So I want to talk about it and then I want to know what y'all think about it. And if you've ever experienced anything similar or have you ever been scammed besides april's been scammed we know that she was just scammed today <laughs> or yesterday with her you've been scammed i've been scammed who i w actually i want to know who has not been scammed <laughs> oh my goodness i'm this about to be scammed by going to the i gotta go to the bathroom about to be yeah. scammed by the bathroom yeah i gotta pee too but, you know, it, it's this is ridiculous. Like, you don't play with your health. You don't play with sicknesses like that. And then when she does I get mean, real you cancer, nobody's going to give a shit. Oh, it's a boy that cried wolf. But, like, for you to be that low, I mean, this is lower. I feel like this is lower than, like, Dirty Chat. Like, if you're faking cancer, like, you are bored. Like, but... She obviously was a good writer, so uh, why not like put that energy in something else? But these people crave the attention. That's that's like the dirty Chad. They crave the attention. They can't they can't not. They can't they can't just be low key. They have to have this attention. Yeah. They just have to have it. That's what they crave. That's what they get off on. It's like their porn. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Just go to Pornhub, and you don't have to worry about all that. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was a good story. I might list, have to listen to You Scamanda. will have to listen to it because it was really good. And I love I'm mad it. at the husband for still sticking oh. with it. And the mama because the mama will know like the mama knows, right? Oh. So she should have called oh, her bullshit a long no, time ago. No, she did. She did. Oh, okay. Mama did. Go listen to it, and you'll okay. hear more okay. about it. Alita was pissed. That's why she, the... But I don't know what, what, how, how the kid was taken away from her. What she, they were framed like no, Scamanda's mama. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She shady. She, she yeah. shady. So the two closest people that should be in your life, your mama and your husband, or or the, that may know you the most, right? Yeah, they would know. And so if they didn't say anything, oh yeah, they all in on it. Mm. Good stuff, good stuff. There's a scam for you. Nobody died. There was no blood, but a good story with some twists and turns. Mm -hmm. I might start on the way home. You should. I do know somebody, though, that has gone that far about a sickness like that and just lied and gotten things out of it and completely. It's just completely, so much work. And it was drugs the whole time. So, And she didn't even have an excuse. This person was at least trying to cover up their drug addiction with their fake illness. I hate. You know what? I hate people. Their pictures were real. Mm. It was just in a methadone clinic. Okay, y'all. <laughs>
We will see y'all next time. Share this episode with a couple people. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Never trust anybody. Ever. Always doubt people. Doubt. Bye, y'all. Everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan. On Best Story Ever, I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories. The best part? I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.